He's the interim race director for the Cooper River Bridge Run. He's the chairman of Carter. He's an attorney, and oh, by the way, he's a Charleston City Council member. Now, Mike Seekings wants to be the next mayor to lead the city of Charleston. I sit down one-on-one -on -one with Mr. Seekings for a special edition of Quintez Close-Ups. And be sure to download the free Quintez Close-Ups app in your Apple or Google Play stores. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Well, welcome back to Quintez Close-Ups. Thank you, Quentin. Nice to be here on a hot Friday afternoon in July. I think you and you two, we two, are the only ones working currently in the city of Charleston. <laughs> anyway, it's good to see you. You too. I understand you're running for mayor. How's that going? So far, so good. You know, we're here in the middle of the summertime, and a lot of people are not in Charleston. We have a campaign that's up and running, and we are working hard to put ourselves in position to succeed. So we're in the sort of the blue collar phase of the campaign, but this is going to be a campaign that's in it for the long haul, and uh, excited to bring the issues to the forefront and get out there on the campaign trail. What are the issues right now that are affecting you? So, I mean, affecting me as a city councilman and more importantly as a citizen of the city of Charleston, it's many of the issues we've been talking about. I mean, I think we need leadership in the city, but we need to look at the big picture. I mean, water and flooding, the Dutch are here in town this week. Right. And we've done a lot of talking about that. I will tell you, I'm glad the Dutch were here and they're going to give us some good insight, but today's Friday afternoon. On Monday morning, we got to start doing some things. we got to get out into West Ashley and clean ditches. We got to look at Church Creek. We have to get a King and UG. And we know all these things we have to do. We just got to go do them. And I think action when it comes to infrastructure, mobility, and water, all of which are interconnected, that's the challenge of today, tomorrow, and probably for the next five years. But we can't get to the next five years unless we start today. And I, to me, it's time for action. What action would you take if you were to become mayor? So there's a lot of things I'd do. I will tell you, the first day at work, I would certainly announce a good leadership team that's ready to go forward. Okay. I would merge our planning department with our traffic and transportation department. Planning and traffic and transportation go together. I would put our engineering department in there, too. I would give them a charge of a list of 10 things, starting with the major flooding projects we've got out there on mobility, and get going. I would literally match up a list of priorities with the number of days in office, and I would say, let's get to work. I mean, it is time to go to work, not study it, not talk about it, get out there and do it and you know once the fall comes and we see who's in this race and what it's all about we'll sit and have a little longer conversation about exactly the plan and we've got one I will tell you and uh, it's time to go how do you define leadership these days well I think leadership comes in a number of different packages but the the key element to leadership is to have a vision and a plan that you announce that you articulate the people buy into, even if they don't agree with every part of it, but buy into to the point where at least they'll come along and help you succeed. And right now, we don't have that set up, that sort of infrastructure in the city of a plan that people are behind so they can get from point A to point B and succeed. And I think that is really, in the end, what leadership is. Absent a vision and absent in a plan, there are things going on all over the place. And you've seen that happen right now in the city of Charleston. There's um, things going on all over the place. Not everyone is sort of moving in the right direction. And not everyone's going to agree on everything. But sit down, communicate, announce a plan, get people to get behind your plan, buy into that plan, and move forward together as a team. That is leadership. How do you communicate and buy into livability and tourism? Well, I mean, that's easy. I mean, you can buy into livability every day. This city should be all about taking care of the people who live here. It's everything we do has to have at the very top of it a quality of life and li livability component. Now, tourism is something that we have to wrestle with. We have 135,000 people who live in this city. We have 7.5 million visitors. Right. 
That brings us 20,000 a day. We've got workers out there. So we have to think about that. Tourism is a part of our economy. The people who are here for a lifetime live here. And we have to make sure that the people who live here in an economy that has certain needs and is vibrant are given priority when there are questions about livability, who we, what, what side of any issue we are in favor of. It always has to be to the residents. How many questions do you have about the, the audit of Mayor John Tecklenburg? So I have a number, and I think a lot of people do. One of the things I will say is, you know, we had the audit committee meeting last week. I was the chairman of it. We put an agenda out there. I put that agenda to our council, and they followed along, and I asked them, as is our charge under both the code of the city of Charleston, but more importantly, as thinking leader leaders, um, to take in the information, digest it, process it and then come back. So we're just early on in this process. We've heard the information both orally and more importantly in writing. We have all this information in writing. We're going to reconvene on Thursday and have a question period for our auditor. We're going to allow the mayor to respond to whatever's in those reports. So I actually give very high grades to my fellow council members for doing what they should be doing, which is listening in the first instance, processing, putting together a series of questions, and then coming back. And that's what we're going to do next week, and we'll see where it goes. There were certainly some things in that report that people are going to have some questions about. Uh, there were th some things in that report that the mayor is going to have to answer to, and we will see how that turns out going forward. I, I just I asked people, and I think we all did, not to jump the gun and draw conclusions. Some people listened, and some people didn't. But I'll tell you who did. That was the council. And so uh, good for them. Now, obviously, you were the chairman of the audit committee. I am. You also running for mayor. Also true. Is that a conflict of interest in your mind? It's a totally legitimate question. And as you remember, last Thursday when we had our committee report, oh, yeah. um, our committee meeting, which is a committee of the whole, by the way, all members of council and the mayor are members of that committee. What we were doing was taking a report that we had asked for unanimously at council to be given to us. So we took a report. There was no action taken, uh, none even discussed. So at that point, no, I don't think I had a conflict or anybody running for mayor, by the way, had a conflict or anybody on any question had a conflict. Where we go from here, I'm certainly going to look very closely at it. If there are motions made, if there are some actions taken that would be inconsistent with being a, a position on council and running for mayor, um, I'll certainly think about it. It's on my mind, but right now, taking the information in, um, I really, I think, I'm in the same position as anybody else learning. Obviously, you're the chairman of Carter. You're the interim I am. race director. Very <laughs> proud to be the chairman of Carter and the bridge run, by That's the way. Right. What else are you looking at closely when it comes to Charleston? So every day I get up here, and I'm the same with you, I think about Charleston as a place where I've invested my life and I live. Um, I'm proud to be a Charlestonian. I'm proud to live in the neighborhood that I do and the city that I do. And I think every day about what it's like to live in Charleston for me and everybody else who's here. So that's the driving force. Um, and every, well, regularly take a deep breath and say, okay, I as a city, a citizen of the city of Charleston look around and what's important to me and what's important is that we protect who we are. I mean, an old, important, historic city that is livable, is a place to raise children, to have a career, to live your life. And the minute it stops being that, we've lost it. And you hear a lot of people talking about growth and growth is something that's coming. We can't stop it, but what we can do is manage it. We can think about it. We can plan for it. Again, the whole idea of leadership and having a plan, that's what's absent right now. And I think if we don't do something about it soon, then we will be at a place where we've let growth development run over planning, and that's a problem. 
Councilman Mike Seekings and mayoral candidate Mike Seekings. Yeah, we'll talk more about that yeah. um, in the coming months. I'll be right here. And yeah. thank you again for coming back on Quentin School Subs. Well, always a pleasure to be here, especially, like I said, on a Friday afternoon. It's about 100 degrees outside, <laughs> and I don't think there's anybody anywhere near here, so I'm glad we can get on the airwaves and start talking to people. Oh, thank Thanks. you so much. Thank Appreciate you. It. Anytime. Thanks.